Welcome, adjudicators, to another episode of Disputed, where two fictional characters go head-to-head, armed with only their advocates, and you will decide the outcome. Everything is Disputed. Yeah. Whew. Time to get back to the fights, man. Yeah, it's, uh... I mean, it was nice having our little intermission there. We needed that for a sec, but um, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. But uh, I'm ready ready to be back at it, man. I'm ready for a dust up. So knuckle up, <laughs> knuckle up. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, yeah. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend. Why, surely. <laughs> What's up, blurds and nerds? I am Demond, father of two, husband of one. You may know me from such podcasts as Demond Us and In the Stack, the library podcast, and other upcoming projects, which I will tell you about another time. <laughs> That's called foreshadowing uh, or maybe a tease. Motherfucker. I also- <laughs> I also turn dad jokes into poetry, and I am the teller of the disputed podcast. (laughs) Well, I mean, that would make you the silent partners if I would be the pen of the the podcast. But so, uh, thanks, Damon. Welcome, adjudicators. I'm Dean. I'm on. uh, I'm the yeah. Like like I said, I'm the uh, pen Gillette of the show. (laughs) Uh, You can find me on many many podcasts, doing too many things. uh, So many I've lost count. However. Everything that we do here is on uh, podsecure.com. You can go check out everything we're doing. Uh, if you've joined us live, that's awesome. Uh, if you're, especially if you're on YouTube, you can ask us questions. Uh, we'll get, we'll get them on the air with uh, with everybody, and um, have everybody. Uh, you know, once if we get to if we get questions for our uh, our advocates, we'll uh, we'll bring them on board. So, seeing as how we did not have a bout last week. Um, our uh our our good fo- well let me bring this up uh, the reason we didn't have our bout last week was because uh our ben our, our pal ben who was on here advocating for oh gosh who was that that was a- amos and amos, they, yeah and they won that bout uh but they were also going to take uh take the the mantle of uh of reacher in this in this upcoming one and but then they got sick i have not heard from them so uh we're sending them out lots of healing vibes to them. I know they went in the hospital. I hope they're, I hope oh, they're getting better doing okay. I don't know. I, I have not heard, I have not seen them online since in a, in a week now. So I don't know what's going on, uh, but uh, I'm trying to get in contact with them. I hope they're doing okay, but we, we care about them very much. So um, anyway, uh, Damon, what you, uh, what you say we get our, uh, our little intro uh, introduction for the evening, my friend. If you're okay. ready. Okay. Yes. This episode brings a dispute between two of the most pugnacious pugilists to ever provide a pummeling. One of them from a bygone era, the other from the gritty underworld. Who are these two combatants, you ask? Only two of the most angry adversaries to ever annihilate an assailant. Assam from Warrior versus John Wick. Yeah. Woo! Man. Gives me the shivers. 
<laughs> so much fun. I love it. Oh, man. I'm I'm super, super excited for this episode. I, I you know, these last three are going to be really, uh, I think they're going to be nail biters. Um, so. Uh, yeah, these are going to be good ones. These are going to be good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let's uh, let's kick off our introductions uh, for the evening. I'll, I'll take uh, our first guest here. If if you if that's okay, uh, yo. All right. Our first advocate for the evening is one and one in the tournament. Now coming into their third dispute, Halen from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He likes to compose weird songs in the bathroom. He's an author, Kenpo Black Belt, and the 2021 DDP Yoga Positively Unstoppable Challenge Champion. He's also got hands so fast he could take out Butterbean. Give it up for. Brian What's going on, everybody? One and one, but definitely not done. I definitely want to give a shout out to a Butterbean who um, recently had a uh, successful hip surgery. Uh, probably not going to be able to. Um, I don't know how much longer that uh, that intro is going to be accurate because <laughs> he finds out he's going to say, oh, you want to test that out? <laughs> well, I mean, I think you got a really good chance right now. So, <laughs> yeah, as, as, as long as he's on the mend, I think I'm safe. <laughs> right. So, Brian, oh, go ahead, Devon. I was going to say, doped up on painkillers, yeah. you have a shot. <laughs> uh, he's going to be even go. slower. I'll take it. All I'll right. take any advantage I can get. I'm not above a shortcut. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, king of suckers. I love you, I love you Butterbean. You're an awesome dude. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Brian, tell us who you're advocating for this evening and what you bring to the table for them. First and foremost, my, my resume speaks for itself. I have been studying martial arts since I was eight years old, so we're looking at about 35 years total. I started with Taekwondo, moved to Tung Sudo, wrestling, boxing, and then I earned a first-degree black belt in uh, Sullivan's American Kempo under Hanshi Larry Sullivan out of Jaffrey, New Hampshire. I was at one point the grand champion in my class for kata, as well as the top point getter in the heavyweight division of the MMA um, portion. So I've thrown a hand a time or two in my time. <laughs> I have studied Korean styles, some of the Japanese styles. So I like to think that I know my fight. All right. I am advocating for the one, the only, Assam, mm. who I did not know much about <laughs> until Dean talked him up. And I think, Dean, you started talking to me about Assam on Tuesday. Yep. I have watched all of season <laughs> one from then to now. And I am starting season two. Yeah, if, if you guys haven't seen Warrior, it's now on HBO Max. Uh, Go and check it out. It's fucking because fantastic. It is on point. Great acting, great period piece, and they do an amazing narrative as well. Mm. Where when the um the 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 um the Asian characters speak with non Asians versus when they speak to each other, it's very very well done. Yeah, very and clever how they did that. I'd never even really. Think of that. It really, truly is. And for those of you that are martial arts enthusiasts, this is a show that is a treatment of the writings from the one, the only Bruce Lee, executive produced by his only living offspring, yep. Shannon Lee. Yep. It's amazing. And you want me to tell you a little bit about a song or 
Well, we'll, we'll get into that when okay, we get, so we'll when we get, get into, into, that. into the dispute. So, so. so, so that's what I'm here for. That's who I'm advocating for because, hey, badasses got to stick together. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Even All right. I am only five foot nine. <laughs> All right. Demond, are you ready to bring in your, uh, your advocate? Yes, I am. Our next advocate returns to the tournament for the first time since last advocating for Frank Martin, the transporter. He's a mediator, a podcaster, and pisses excellence daily. Some refer to him as Mr. D713, but this evening, we're gonna make some noise for Drake. What's happening with y'all good people? What's happening with you? Wow, that, that, that was such an amazing intro. I can't even like, I can't even be pumped for myself. That was so great. <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate it. It's all love, factual, and it's all love. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm still jelly about the, the 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 look of the beard. I'm still jelly. Oh, that's I, I've told him before. I mean, that's a fucking immaculate beard. <laughs> Seriously, even though I'm not doing much with the bearding anymore, I at least have to get the gray on the opposite side. It, it, it will come. You get as stressed as I am, and it will come. I promise you. You get stress, you get stress on on the right side of your chin. Goodness, hey, but I am happy to be here. All right, this is a blessing. Hey, and I, I appreciate my opponent Brian because he. he Representing for the five nine brothers out here. Um, I'm, I'm listening to this intro. I'm like, you're not the one fighting Brian. I'm like, I do not have that resume. What? I'm excited. Well, the problem is, I'm not allowed to fight anymore. My wife won't let me because of my concussions. So, so I got to get super excited for anything combat related. Hey, the wife was here longer. Right. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Amen. Man, it's a Titanic battle of battle of the Titans, man. Yeah, We're man. talking about two really tall people here at five nine. Oh man. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. You I'm kids. listening to Brian has said a few things already. I'm like, he did his homework. I don't like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he, he started his homework on Tuesday night. He's like the kid that shows up the night before he's he, he burned it through it the night before. And still scores high. So. Yeah, super fresh, super fresh, ready to go. Hey, I'm the same way, and as I do homework on both sides, and I'm like, oh, okay, he 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 saw that. Okay, he found that out. All right, I hope he missed that. Hey, uh, so Drake, share something uh, about yourself with us, and tell us who you are advocating for this evening. Actually, we already know, but go ahead and repeat it, and then oh. tell us why and what you, sir, bring to the table. No problem. Um, once again, I'm Drake of Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast of the purpose. Um, our mission statement to um, is from Martin Luther King. And, you know, he tried to push peace, but people forget he used to have them hands, too. But we'll come back to that. But um, his mission statement comes from um, when he did a speech at Cornell University where our mission statement comes from that. He said he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So that's what we're here for. But in the small print of everything culture, we still reserve the right to whoop your ass if you get out of pocket. <laughs> so people need to understand that. You know, we come with the, the olive branch, but it, 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 that, that, 
gonna work out. What's up to work? But tonight I am representing, I am advocating for John Wick, the one, the only, the man of oh mystery, the man of a certain type of fighting style that we've never seen before. Well, maybe seen before, but never done before, you know, never been perfected to a sense. Um, I would say man of elegant, the elegant underworld, you know, it's a certain type of style and class. You like the dapper with. ones. I've seen that. So, Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I think, you know, it's going to be a battle tonight. I, I'm excited for this. I'm yeah. excited. I got another ball brother in here too. So it's going it's going to be a challenge, <laughs> but I, I'm going to represent uh, the week. Yeah, yes. I, I guess I, I'm the, the white-haired one. <laughs> the white-haired 6'5", or 6'1". I'm 6'5". I'm thinking about Rachel uh, What's already. dude from here? Um, Seriously, oh, oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, looking like Sauron the White over there. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Show my blurred stats. Hey, just grab that staff and you, you roll them. <laughs> None shall pass. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'm definitely all for that. Don't, don't don't get it twisted. Just because I'm a man of peace don't mean you can't catch these hands. Yeah, case in point, yeah, believe it. After I heard Kirk Franklin get in his son's backside, I, I, I question nobody. You know it's bad when Kirk Franklin whoop your ass. Hey, Jesus flipped tables and, <laughs> and made a will. Had a that's right. They know your history. Yeah, oh. you you know it's bad when the Southern God's like, you know what? Hey, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I ain't here to talk. No yeah, more words, yeah, man. Yeah. You <laughs> fucked around. Now you're gonna find out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, would, you know what? I probably would read the Bible more if it actually said that in there. Yeah, you can give some things in there. Thou art thou fucked around, and thine shall find out. Instead of the King James Version, the King Samuel L. Jackson Version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I, I would definitely listen to that audible. I would to that. Oh man! Let's go find out. I mean, just that. I mean, that's a great idea. I, I know. <laughs> I'm serious, yo. I tell you what, right now, you if you seriously, if Samuel Jackson did read the whole Bible and it was open to the Samuel interpretation, that would make the like. There's no way, like, it would just be. It wouldn't be ready. God, God be up there like finally. That's what I was trying to say. Hey, now, hey. This motherfucker. God is really Samuel. He is all of us. That's That's right. Yeah, he's, he's not Morgan Freeman. It's Samuel L. Jackson. Hey, oh, the God we need and the God we deserve. Uh, oh, good lord. <laughs> All right. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get too far off the rails here, too far. Uh, yeah, we're we're going. We need no, we need no rails. Uh, so, um, uh, if you've joined us before, as these two have, they they already know these. Uh, but the uh, debate timing is as follows: uh, each advocate will get five minute opening statement followed directly by a, a rebuttal from their opponent for two minutes. Um, after that, uh, Damon and I will ask a, uh, a question of each of them, uh, depending on who we introduce. So uh, Damon will ask uh, uh, of Brian. I will ask Drake. Uh, if we get any comments from the audience out there, we will uh, our questions, we'll post them on uh, live to have, uh, have the fellows answer. 
And then after that, we will have closing arguments for two minutes. So any questions, fellas? Nope. All right. So uh, since, Brian, you're one and one and you're and you're going for hopefully two and one for you. Uh, let's go ahead and start with you with your opening statement. Let me see if I can do this right. Uh, if I can bring this up and have and still have you uh, be up top here. Let's see where the hell did it go? Did it? Okay. Well, let me do it this way. I guess I have total I, faith in you. Oh yeah, there we go. I will just uh, I will just uh, run the timer in the background and I'll let you know when you're out. So uh, mm-hmm. go ahead. You got five minutes. So to be completely and utterly fair, first and foremost, shout out to Baba Yaga. Love, but you got to know where you come from, baby boy. And that's why we talking about Assam. Assam came to this country for one reason and one reason alone, not to make his fortune, but to do right by his big sister that took the ultimate, that she sacrificed to keep him alive. And now he just wants to make good. And as soon as he gets there, gets to these lands, what happens? He got three idiots looking to start some trouble. And what did they have to learn? Assam don't start trouble, but boy, will he end it. And that's what he does. And he spends his time rising up in the ranks from itchy onion to badass tall warrior. Now, it's not without its problems. He does get on the timer too, but Assam does what real warriors do. They take the hits, and when they go down, they get up and keep coming. I'll tell you what, right now, Assam is showing Rocky how to take a hit, okay? And he's showing John Wick, this is how you hit. Assam has done so much in the short two seasons of Warrior, and I've only just finished the first, But he has stood up in instances where he has been outnumbered the entire time. He has not not had the height advantage. He has not had the strength advantage. What he has had, even when he doesn't have the speed advantage, what does he have? A tenacious will to win. And while he's told that he's not fighting for something, he came in fighting for something. He came fighting for family, but also the desire to be the best that he can be. And when he has to take life, he won't hesitate. But he has also protected someone and it wasn't in his best interest to do so. Why? To prove a point that he's not a coward. And I am going to pause my time in case I need it later. All right. You're banking 220. Okay. Uh, let me go ahead and pause that. I actually need to rewind it. And then I will bring up uh, Drake. And let me start your time over here. I'm going to have to remove it. And then, pause. yeah, this is a weird thing. So I apologize. Right. Uh, Take your time. Yeah. I'll get there eventually. I will I get, get there. Uh, thing it won't let me do it all right oh here's how i gotta do it i don't know there we go get after it it's all good um thank you brian um you brought us some great points that it would coincide with 
um, Mr. Wick as well. Let's call him Mr. Wick. I think he deserved that respect. Um, Mr. Wick is, is a phenomenal man. Once again, just want to mind his own business. He's done a lot of things in his life, and he just want to live, relax, and enjoy. He, he's been through some things. He lost a loved one. He lost. Have y'all lost someone? I've lost someone. You know, I've lost numerous people. And when you're just living after living a hard life, being a soldier, doing things to make a living, and you lose someone, and that thing that keep you intact, that person or that thing you lost was a beautiful puppy. Who don't love puppies? I love. I, I, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, tell me one person who don't love a puppy. But once again, when you're just minding your business, doing what you're supposed to be doing, and you know the, the evil will come, and they will fuck with you. Okay, but you know what you shouldn't fuck with, Mr. Wick's puppy. They killed his dog, man. They killed his dog. Okay, and they brought that man to being the man. He had to, he had to get out of retirement. He had to go break open the bottle. He had to go back to. He didn't want to be. He was done with that life. But here he's now. I have to fuck some shit up. And here we are. We have Mr. Wick. This man here has created so many different styles of fighting. He used many, but I've never heard of tactical three-gun before. Maybe I have. I haven't. I never heard of gun jitsu until John Wick. This man here, not only has he, he's fighting for a great cause to put people in check that try to harm and bully oh. others. All right. So you've hit your rebuttal. Uh, so, I mean, if you'd like to continue on with your uh, opening statement, here we can go. There we go. It's back on me. Yes. Yep. And, and I will continue. So you mentioned something about size and the different shapes, different, you know, weight classes, different strength. That's all John Wick fault. Yeah, a variety of individuals. I, I honestly, I try to keep count of how many people he fought. I, I could Google it now, and I may just do that. But he fought men. He fought women. He fought dogs. He fought, uh, let, let's say, let me make sure I don't stay on track. He fought people of different ethnicities all around the world. And once again, it all came from somebody fucking with his dog. And he just didn't fight any regular, regular individuals either. He's fighting other trained assassins. Other people, main goal, main job, main occupation is to fuck other people up in a most professional way. And it went to the point, not only from the hand to hand, and once again, if this is something, we got to put an asterisk, we got to bring it out with guns as well. But when you can, and not only using guns, let's not use it as the shooting, as the projectile. He was whooping ass with guns, okay? Smacking people. Like, I've never seen somebody get smacked with a gun until since, like, Ike Turner. You know, he's bringing some <laughs> shit right from the 70s, okay? He was like, Mr. Wick got to have a little bit of pimp in him. I'm just letting y'all know. He's a little different. He's, he operates in a way that we have yet to see. And once again, he just wants to mind his business and count his coins and chill. They blew up his home. And he comes back consistently. He had to farm protection and refuge from the people he even considers friends and previous co-workers and from them same people when don't forget at the end of john wick 2 with a snap of a finger the whole everyone completely around him was his enemy i don't think and respect to Assam, 
But he wasn't Mr. Wick in that situation. I have yet to see him experience anything like that. That everyone, everyone is on your ass. That is a trained assassin to kill you. And once again, all different like even with women, you know, he's trained to be a gentleman, but now nah, you got to put that out the window when you got to survive for your life. So when it comes down to the the fighting style, not only for fighting, for protection, jujitsu, and re- returning the blows, but he's also great with weapons. Now, once again, I already mentioned the guns. I can go all through all that. Once again, gun jitsu, that he know how to use a plethora of weapons when he had to fight against what he's fighting. But swords, you know, he 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 he's picking up against two twin brothers that's been taught in this work. If you have to fight a set of twins that's trained, you, you know, that's a whole different level of shit you have to go through. Let you know that right now. But when it goes into the point with the when he can whoop ass with just a simple number two pencil, let's think about that. <laughs> a number two pencil. I've never seen it happen. I used to pr- play pencil break all the time in middle school and elementary. But with ju- apologize, Mr. Wick, he's something there. And even when he's had to go to different parts of his work, he has to go into the sewers all the way to top scale five class restaurants and five class places that we've never seen. I've never been in a sewer. I've never been wearing the rat King or the trash King, whatever they call my brother, um, Lawrence Fishburne character. He's playing all the way to elite places that you can never touch. He's been there, but at the whole time he's fighting through all those different levels. He legit was like a fucking Ninja turtle video game. Cause he's fighting through all these levels up to the top. And he'll go back to the bottom. Now I will take my time right there All right. for the hands. You got a minute. Of you're, Mr. Ban- you're banking a minute there. All right. Ten. So uh Brian, I'm gonna go ahead and bring you up here again. All right. And then go for it. You know, m- much respect, and you, you brought up some amazing points, but a couple of things that I have to sort of sort of disregard there. Um Assam, not knowing what it's like to have everyone against him. Yo, he had his tongue turn their backs on him twice so far. Twice. And when your crew turns your back on you, what does that mean? You are a man alone. There are three tongues in this San Francisco, plus the Irish. So that's four crews that he is alone with now. And the, the 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 um young young June and company came back begging him to come back twice. He was chosen to be the the biggest badass. He was the guy to represent his talk, and he had that fight won. However, his arrogance got in the way. But you know what? He had him beat, and I'm sorry that kick to the solar plexus. When you're fighting someone that knows what they're doing, it is impossible to land that hit. And he did it. So, and then, you know, he brought up something else about fighting other trained killers. Well, you know what? These tongs ain't chops. All of these guys had to come, all of them came across the salt. That means they were about that life. They experienced the difficulties. And you look at all that they go through. They're dodged that they don't have the, the, the luxury of secrecy in what they're doing. They have to put on two different faces. They have to put the meek and mild face on and the dangerous face. And once again, Assam, 
He didn't care. He dropped that mask. He was by himself in a cell, three Irish with knives and a fourth one trying to hold him down. What did he do? When old Bill came back, he's just sitting there, chill as a cucumber, as if he was daring someone to mess with his dog. But Assam ain't got time to deal with a dog. He's surviving. He's got to deal with the fact that he's got to try to save a sister that doesn't want to be saved. He was forced into the tongs. He's a slave. Now, John Wick's lifestyle, he was raised into it. He had the choice to walk away. Assam doesn't have that choice. John Wick walked away for love, and I give him all the credit in the world because he stepped away from the only thing he knew for the love of his life, and he did that. And then he had to come back in. Why? Yeah. When when Theon Greyjoy kills your dog, <laughs> you gotta you gotta end that shot. But he chose. Osam doesn't have any choices. It's either go back to China with your tail between your legs to nothing or stay here and fight. Not to mention the fact that the new love of his life is not only the wife of the mayor, but a white woman. There's only one other ethnicity that can't even think of looking at a white woman in that time and era. And we all know there's three of us on the panel. <laughs> so, yeah, John Wick's also adept in weapons. Absolutely. So is Assam. Not to mention the fact that this is a much simpler era. So he has to get good with these things. The best of what he has, and they don't have the modern medicine to be able to get stitched up in all of the, the modern pain meds. No, they got to go off what's on the lane. Five seconds. Not, not to mention the fact, hey, he was in his, he led a rebellion against the mm -hmm. fake Marston gang. Take it while smuggling gold. All right. Man. True. Good argument. Um, Do I say have my one minute? Yes. Uh, you, I, still you, got, I still got my other two. I kept rewinding so that you, you had to use, okay. you used it all. Okay. Okay. Uh, all I, right. I, I, I'll give you, I'll give you one minute to, to respond to that. Uh, Drake. Thank you. You bet. <laughs> Love it. Go for it. Oh, I thought you were going to switch me. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Don't I'll save do her. She don't want to be safe. Don't save her. <laughs> These are the words of Juicy J from 3-6 Mafia. You know, she don't want to be saved. Let her go. You can't save them all, player. You just keep it shaking. All right. She don't want to. Um, Assam, I'm glad you brought that up. You you kind of skirted around it, but basically you're saying Assam got his ass whooped. Okay. No matter because he got hot cocky. That's not hey, that's part of the fight. You got your ass whooped, player. That's what happened. All right. Um, and you say that John Wick chose this. John Wick was an orphan. Let's talk about this. You know, I didn't want to bring this up, but John Wick. <laughs> Joe Wick had no choice as a child to become what he became. 
he didn't have a choice in it. So I would like for us to be considerate of what this individual, this man had to be. <laughs> all right. Wow. All right. You guys officially used all your time. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was adorable. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Would you do you have some questions uh, for Brian? I do. Um, the biggest difference, um, the, uh, the biggest difference when comparing these fighters is the time periods that they're in. And so um, how would Assam be different? Because uh, if they were going to have to fight, they're going to have to fight in the same time period. Which would be better for Assam, fighting in uh, his time period or making the jump to coming to modern day? I'm actually, this is going to seem like a very, very controversial take, but I'm going to stick with this. And I'm defaulting on 33 years of experience. Well, 35 years, sorry. It. It, it doesn't matter for Assam. And here's why. Assam is Shaolin Kung Fu trained. Martial arts originated in the Shaolin temples. So that means no matter what style you impart in, it is still an offshoot of these Chinese styles. So whatever John Wick brings to the table it's gonna look similar to a song. If my, it's almost like if you, if you read a vampire novel. Oh man, this is totally different than the way they presented it in the Lost Boys. But I see they're still following the the, the formula. Okay, that makes sense. So a song is gonna be able to pick up on John Wick's style. But the problem is, if you've never fought a Shaolin fighter. They're going to be bringing out stuff that you don't know. They'll recognize what you're doing, but you're not going to recognize all of what they're doing. All right. Well, all right. Uh, and I kind of have a, a, a similar, uh, be, just because of the time period and everything, uh, and Wick's job versus Assam, who's, I mean, essentially he's just a gang member. I mean, that's what the Tongs were. I mean, uh, that being, I mean, not that, not that, not that Wick isn't his own sort of gang member. Uh, he's just in the, in the Assassin's Guild. But, <laughs> but my, my question is, Wick, for the most part, has to, re has to rely on weapons. Uh, Assam does use weapons, but he prefers and just going hands up. So how right. do you think comparatively? Uh, just looking at their at their fighting style, their hand to hand fighting styles. How do you think uh, Wick's going to compare? Just going bare knuckles. For me? No, no. Uh, for for for, for uh, Drake. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hands are hands. Once again, he is trained in jujitsu. He just didn't have to use his fighting skills hand to hand so much, but they are there. He's shown them. Once again, he preferred because he's he's a smart. He's smart. Why the hell I'm gonna use my hands and fuck up my knuckles and shit when I'm <laughs> going to use a pen, pencil, sword, a gun, weapon, bat? 
he showed throughout his fighting skills that he would use his body to get around and maneuver and fuck shit up. Um, and if I can just quickly stay back, I, I, I love that response initially from Brian that say, you know, it doesn't matter any place, any time, you know, but I would highly suggest, you know, Oh, you want to scan? You, 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 you compare you, you, back, uh, back, back, uh, back up, back up, ten seconds. You froze. Uh, uh, back back up, up, I was spitting. Damn it! <laughs> um, I, I love how you um compare it to the Lost Boys. Love the Lost Boys. I'm a you know black horror humor. I'm a uh, horror movie fanatic. Same, same. Um, think about Blade. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say. The technology and shit has advanced. You know, we can find new ways to fuck you up. You go find you. I can say you can catch up. But the way with John Wick, John Wick with his hand to hand fighting, I absolutely believe he'll be able to take it. And he he's taking some blows. And I once again, oh, back. He doesn't have the advance. He can't go to the hospital and things. He has to go and get surgery and sewers and things of that nature. But he would hand in hand. He would have a little bit, but he will learn. He will focus. He would take his time. He's a patient fighter, and he'll learn how to go against Assam quickly. Once again, as you said, as you said, Dean, mm-hmm. it's just a you know a gang member, and <laughs> you know which is John Wick has come from a you know affiliated strong, it's um, a different you know, class assassin's of gang. assassin skill, <laughs> you know. But what, what if I may, if I may um, rebut that point because it is a great point, but it depends on the time period. If you're going into, if you're taking John Wick into the past. His guild has no presence here. So that we know of. Exactly. (laughs) But here's the thing. If it's not the problem is though, is that his guild isn't gonna have this offer him the same sort of protections. Not to mention the fact, let's just say we put John Wick into the time machine and take him back to Assam's time. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not gonna be like John Wick's gonna have no sort of real credibility. All the names that he could give are not going to be relevant. Mm. So that's going to work against him. Not to mention the fact that, and I'm sure we can all agree that while our technology has advanced, our predecessors are way more badass than we are. They're used to a different level of life, a different level of having to work. So you look at some of the stuff that Assam had to go through in his time period, not saying that John didn't go through some things. John absolutely went through some things, but I'm ready to say though, that the level of training is just a little bit more intense mm. in a Psalms time period. Mm. That's a good conversation in totality. <laughs> I would say that. But I, I, have, I have to be wary. Uh, as it was, it, I think you said it, Brian. I think you said this earlier. Um, this is 1870s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 1870s. It's po- yeah. It's post. Um, post Civil War. Yeah. Post Civil War. A white man going back in time. They think he ain't gonna have connections in America. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see because John. Both of these guys are honorable. I don't see John Wick, though, taking advantage of his privilege in that way. I think that John Wick is going to be so sickened at it that he's not going to be able to keep his temper. You look at the friendships that he has with Aurelio, for instance. And I I just, 
and with um, Halle Berry's character's name escapes me. But I just, I don't see him taking advantage of his, of his privilege in that way. I just don't. And besides, Keanu Reeves wouldn't do that to us. <laughs> he was the last samurai too, but we ain't gonna get into that, but. <laughs> All right. It didn't happen. Right. That didn't happen near the Highlander 2. <laughs> or 3. Um, yeah. Uh, anybody out there got questions? Feel free to post them. But uh, I think what we're gonna let's start getting into closing arguments now. So Drake, uh, you're gonna get two minutes for your closing arguments starting now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so once again, Assam, much credit to him, much credit to Brian, what he's doing. But against John Wick and the time zone that we're actually at, we just take these two individuals, give them their weapons of choice. Or give him barehanded. John Wick is going to whip his ass, okay? Because we've seen Assam get his ass whipped already. We've seen this one on one, not not a bunch of different people, one on one, and got fucked up. We haven't seen this with John. Oh my gosh, we haven't seen this with Mister Wick. One on one, we haven't seen this with Mister Wick to the level. Not I'm talking about not a plan scrap and go heads up. And lose. Now he may fall forty other motherfuckers and lose, <laughs> and, and or not even lose, but just get fucked up. But nah, and get shot while doing this. Once again, because he's not just doing the shooting, he's getting shot at. And if I could, I'd pull the numbers quickly just to let everyone know um, what John Wick is working with. John Wick had ninety-one kills in the first. Um, John Wick. He had 140, had about 119 in the second one, and 146 bodies in the third one. But one of those in the second one was Ruby Rose, so that doesn't really count. Yeah, that, that really, <laughs> that really shouldn't count. Hey, look, hey, he's even fighting in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, talk to me. Like all I'm saying, he is ready to scrap the all matter. He's yet to fully lose. He just keep getting back up, and he's just doing it. Once again, all started because they killed his puppy. <laughs> once again all because of the puppy and yeah i digress can't deny all right so uh brian if you would like to start your mm-hmm. closing statement go ahead all right so the first thing i will say when you mentioned yes john wick was an orphan but he did choose to walk away from the life choice made two john wick didn't get his ass whooped no Kirill, aka played by Daniel Bernhardt, whooped that ass. Daniel Bernhardt put it on him. Put it on. He wore John Wick like a suit. Not to mention the fact, also, the bottom line is John Wick throws himself into the situations. Yeah, he's getting shot, blah, blah, blah. He has to get drugged up to keep going. If he didn't have the drugs in this system, I'm sorry, my girl, and her name escapes me right now, but she's the um, the commander on the Orville. Mm. She had it. She was whooping on him if he didn't have the drugs in this system to keep him going. He had to get drugged up to keep going. And I'll tell you what, Osang, look, he's going up against cats that are coming at him with hatchets, nothing to lose. All broke as hell, fighting for honor. When you, when a man is fighting for the honor, at least out of the out of the the the, the East Asian heritage, you don't mess with it. Those that you might as well have a bounty on your head when they coming at you. <laughs> and the thing is, John Wick did have a bounty on his head 
Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? At the end of the day, modern chemistry helped him go a very long way. Not taken away from it, but he had the use of modern chemistry. Osang, he was just making his way. And yeah, you got to let them go if they want don't want to be saved. But when that's your blood kin, you fight for them. You keep fighting for them. And that's what he did. He actually risked his life to stop the baddest dude in his tall from killing his sister. All right. That's all the time for the dispute. Uh, what do you, what do you think there, uh, Dumont? This was, this was a, this was a good one. Oh yeah, I knew it. I was looking forward to this one. This was way better than I, when I looked at it on paper, I, uh, I thought this was going to, I think I mentioned this earlier that this was going to be lopsided, uh, be more lopsided just because John Wick's presence is huge and man, I, oh, it's, it's a lot closer and I'm really curious to see what the uh, adjudicators out there uh, think we've had yeah. everything from, uh, you know, chemicals to, uh, quoting the great philosopher Juicy J. Um, <laughs> we've had it all tonight. And I'll tell you the truth. I, I totally recognize the fact that John Wick has a much further reach than Osam does because let, let's be real, Cinemax was yeah. dying. Yeah. Absolutely dying. And more people had HBO than they had Cinemax. So coming, moving over to HBO Max, which was also very, very quietly done, but done. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, it, it's really, 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 really difficult to even remotely try to match Keanu Reeves. Like, it's it's next to impossible. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. Andrew Cozy did a hell of a does a hell of a job as Osama. Yeah, I will. He, I will he really does. And he, he really, invokes, truly does. He invokes uh, Bruce Lee. Oh in yeah, subtle ways and just like the way he carries him. I mean, just, I know he was the I, movements, I, just the little movements. I will say yeah, that for, for Joe Taslim as well, uh, who, uh, who who plays uh, I can't remember his character, but uh, the 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 boyfriend of his sister <laughs> that he fought against. Oh yeah, aka B I'm Bihan from uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Man. He's amazing. He is amazing. I say I want to say my point. Well, I'm not gonna make my point because people can stick and listen, and they haven't voted yet. So, like, <laughs> because hey, I agree. I agree. It's a lot of a lot of points, and Demond was touching on it. I was like, shut up, Demond. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I knew going into. I mean, I knew just because I've seen both of them, and I love both of them. Uh, mm -hmm. That I mean, but yeah, don't. Don't sleep on Osam yeah, because that's yeah, I mean, sleep and, on, I, yeah. and I will well, say, and I kind of have to against John Wick. It's really both hard. of them are great. I mean, I, like these are great characters. I, I mean, and, I have to, I, I have to thank COVID for me seeing it because it was you know everybody's binging everything. I'm like, oh, what's this? And I mean, and I see it's by it's based off of Bruce Lee's treatment. I'm like, oh, I gotta fucking watch this now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That's all I was trying to share, but um. With me, you know, I, I own all the the Wick trilogy. You know, I want John Wick anytime. I love it, love it, love I've it. I've always got time for John Wick. 
And but when I started doing, I said, okay, this is what I'm going against, you know, the warrior. Let me check that. And I started doing my research all based on um um <laughs> Mr. Lee. <laughs> okay, <laughs> on Bruce, on Brucey. I'm like, yeah, I may lose this one. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, yeah, I I know if I mean if you haven't seen it, I mean it's definitely a, it's a fucking amazing show. Great story. I mean, it's just right. not, it's not just a kung fu show. It is a it's great an story. And uh, HBO Max, you can sponsor us since we're popping up your show. Let them know. Uh, Yeah. And the one thing that I truly appreciate about this is that now, granted, the racism, it irks me. Mm. I'm sure that if I were Asian, it would irk me even more. Yeah. But this is a lot easier for me to watch than another film in another series in a similar time period, which was um, Outlander. That's hard to mm. watch. It is extremely hard to watch. I try watching it. I, I I was able to get to where they get to the colonial Americas, and I just I had to stop. Mm. I just I had to. So, but the fact that this it really touches on a lot of things that we saw, especially with how the culture of Chinatown that we know of it in pop culture, mm. even making use and thought of a big trouble in little China, how it sort of began in this period. Now I got to go watch it. You know, I'm everything <laughs> culture. So I got to check it out now. Yeah. You, you, it, you, it, it's time well invested. Yeah, it truly is. And so also uh, before we get too far and now because the dispute is over, we need folks to go vote. Uh, and we need you to vote a lot. Get everybody to vote. It's disputedpod.com slash S-A-H-M-V-W-I-C-K. Psalm V. Wick. Uh, so if you go out there, uh, do your vote. If you have any issues voting, uh, give me uh, ping me because uh, it should tell you how many people have voted. So once you've clicked it and you refresh it, it should show your, you, that the, the counter has gone up by one. If you see that that has not happened, let me know. I know we've had some issues. I think I've got them all cleared up now because I'm also doing one over on uh, How Are You Now Pod for uh, for Shorzy. And oh my God, I have, over. I think for the uh, the best episode one on that one, the poll that I have, I've got over 300 votes on that already. <laughs> so, Damn. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I'm just watching everything tick up and looking at the you know best episode and which clips everybody liked. So yeah, I think I've got everything ironed out with the way that their, uh, the voting system works here. So oh, excellent. Uh, yeah. Get out there and vote and then tell your friends to go vote. Watch this yeah. figure. Uh, this is a great debate. Even if you, if you don't know either character, this is a perfect debate to get introduced to introduce to both characters. Mm-hmm. And so you can make an you can actually make an informed decision. So yeah. True. Not knowing the characters does not, is not an excuse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, and I get it. You know, John Wick has been with us since what 2014. He's got name and, recognition. Yeah, he's got the name recognition. I get it, but at least give yourself half a season of Warrior. Yeah, definitely. At minimum. Yeah, yeah I say check out Warrior, but make sure to watch John Wick too to make sure you know. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, so, going through. So, uh, so Drake, you got anything you'd like to plug before uh, before we get to signing out here? Absolutely. Um, y'all can find us at everything 
culture. That's an A, not an I. You can type in everything, you'll find something different. <laughs> but we're everything culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with a purpose. Um, you know, we if you'd like to be a guest on the show, go to our website at everythingculture.com. You can find us anywhere you type in our name on all social media sites almost. I mean, you name one, we're probably there. Um, we're going into our child welfare series very soon but we still have many makings of you that's coming up where we do one-on-one conversations with our different guests to get to know their backgrounds childhood upbringing thought process perspectives on life and yeah we've had um, some good episodes talking about juneteenth um you know once again, been a person celebrating since birth and it's part of my heritage and life and we had a we we've been rolling but also you can check us out on uh, with check me or find me on black horror humor, um, three African-American or black um, pod, uh, horror movie enthusiasts. We all have our separate podcasts, but we get together, watch horror movies and we give our feelings and review about it. And yeah, great stuff. But y'all can find me there. I'll have to get, I'll, I'll have to get uh, TR hooked up with you on that. Cause I, I she loves yeah, same horror. Here. Yeah. I love uh, horror as well. Yeah. So I definitely, Definitely got to get Man, we're looking forward to talk about Halloween, the the most recent Halloween. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Now that is. But we'll, we'll digress. All right, Brian, <laughs> uh, you got anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, sure. Um, you can check me out at the Plotaholics podcast on plotaholics.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Where I'm partnered with my uh, partner in crime, Shane Wilson. We are currently in the midst of our Summer of Song block. Um, we've done um, a Star Is Born, um, Walk Hard, um, Love Walk Hard, um, Eight Mile, um, Once. You know, it's all films with uh, musical premises. Premise. Um, this coming episode, um, we we just finished our Eight Mile episode. That's available now wherever you get your podcast. Go to plotaholics.com or on youtube.com forward slash plotaholics. This coming week, we are going to be recording our episode where we are going to discuss the Mark Wahlberg film, Rockstar. <laughs> um, and that's just, like I said, summer song. Um, also, our listener's choice Halloween is going to be coming up where you, the listeners, will get to decide what we what films we are going to be covering during the Halloween season. If you go, if you follow us, on Facebook as well. Um, we'll have the voting up there. That'll be shared all over my social media. A lot of great things happening with the Plotaholics podcast. Um, you can also find me. I'm also a DDP yoga instructor. I am the 2021 Positively Unstoppable Challenge Grand Champion. I have also opened my own self-defense studio and nice. a yoga studio. Um, it's called Infinity Academy powered by ddp yoga where we get we have a good time getting healthy and taking taking control of our lives so um yeah you can find me at uh find get information there at bryantan.com or look up infinity academy on facebook excellent uh uh, devon anything else you want to plug real quick before uh we get into our final plugs and then sign out uh, now new episode of Demond does wherever you get podcasts uh, in the uh, in the stack the library podcast uh, one episode a month we're starting to uh, we've uh, we did Pride Month last month that was a really good one we got some really good stuff coming up for the library here and it's uh, not just local oh I mean it is local but it it can be applied to a general audience so that's really cool and uh, yeah and then stay tuned for some other uh, other projects in the works. 
Nice. Uh, and uh, you can also find Devon, Brian, and I on the 11th doing a live stream of a brand new, un- never before heard or seen <laughs> script uh, for Letterkenny, written it's by so the good. brilliant David Mack. Uh, we will be performing that uh, live uh, on uh, How Are You Now Pod uh, live stream. Um, and uh, I'll be putting that out, the links for that out soon. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so hilarious. Uh, it's a lot. Still it's hilarious. so much fun. If the rehearsal is any indication, <laughs> it is going to be an absolute blast. You cannot miss this. This will. Yeah. This is one of those things where it's it's one of those fusions of of uh, community that I love about the podcasting space. Yeah, it, it's it's a combination of everything that I love about it. It's it's awesome. It's going to be so much fun. That's brilliant. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And then on the fourteenth. We will be doing a crossover uh, uh, with How Are You Now Pod, between How Are You Now Pod and the Produce Stand. So the uh, the biggest Canadian and the biggest American Letterkenny podcast will be doing the recap of Shorzy uh, on Thursday night, the 14th. Uh, and we'll be doing kind of both of our things at the same time, getting some of the people that we've had on during uh, during the season uh, chatting about, you know, what you know, what they thought about the whole thing and kind of get into some of our our things there and uh it's gonna be a blast so those are the things that i got coming up uh and uh yeah that so so uh demand what's uh, what's coming up next for us oh my goodness on july 21st it is number one versus number 16 it's johnny lawrence from cobra kai versus the number one seed wayne from letter kenny <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be uh, that. I, 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 you know, I, I know John, Johnny Lawrence has break, uh, has some name recognition there, but we've got a lot of Letterkenny fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure the number one seed is from. They, they, he might just take it a little bit further. Yeah. He might. We'll see. We'll see. It's possible. I mean, you know, I, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see a good competition. I think tonight's competition was amazing. So and the winner gets the winner of n- next week gets Cato. So it's not like uh, if let's say Wayne wins, it's not like he's going to go have a cakewalk because he is going against arguably the goat. Uh, so this that's true. That's <laughs> so that just true. yeah. So this this tournament's only getting it's only starting to tune up, man. This is going to be good. Yeah, these last these last couple of bouts. Oh man, whoo! So good, <laughs> so good. I'm getting the tinglies. All right. <laughs> so folks, um, if you guys want to hang out a little bit, uh, but yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and sign out now. So until next time, I'm Damon. I'm Dean. And remember, everything, everything is disputed. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We are now asking you to go vote for your champion. We want to thank our advocates for their amazing defense of their champions. And finally, we'd like to thank the musical artists who created the music that helps make our show so great. We've got Hard Fight by Tajirigis, Game Changer by Icolix, Fight Club by Evil Bear Boris, Fight Makes Right by Atake, and This Party Sucks by Done With Fish. They can be found on freemusicarchive.org or on artlist.io. 
see you next time.